The views and opinions expressed on Eye on the Triangle do not represent WKNC or NC State student media. You are currently tuned into Eye on the Triangle here on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. Thank you for listening. Hello everyone, I am Brian Jurado, the Public Affairs Director here at WKNC. For today's episode of Eye on the Triangle, I am joined by Technician News Editors Abigail, Emily, and Heidi. They'll be sharing some news from around the Triangle, so stay tuned to learn about cool events and stuff going on in the area. Uh, following the weekly news, Eye on the Triangle has an interview with the great Tim Menza. He's a university library specialist here at NC State. Tim will be sharing some resources found at the library as well as some lovely study spots, so stay tuned to know where to go whenever you're visiting Hill or Hunt. I also want to give a warm welcome to the new class of 2026, and I hope everyone's had a great start to their fall semester. guys welcome back to eye on the triangle this is abigail ali the news editor for technician and today i am here with hey i'm heidi i'm the assistant news editor and i'm emily i'm the other assistant news editor at technician and today we are bringing you some news tidbits from around the triangle area to keep you updated we're gonna get started for our first news tidbit i'm gonna be talking about packapalooza NC State's Packapalooza will be held on Saturday, August 27th from 2 to 10 p.m. on Hillsborough Street. For those who don't know, Packapalooza is an annual street festival that features booths, performances, and food at the end of the first week of classes for NC State. Packapalooza is one of the school's largest events. Previous years have brought in over 85,000 people, 300-plus vendors, and over 40 sponsored organizations. The festival includes a concert by American Aquarium and featured Abby Lamp. There will be nine designated zones with different focuses and activities. Some examples of this include Arts, Pack Pride, and Kids Zone. I haven't been to Packapalooza since freshman year and I am so stoked to get back to it this year. I remember being amazed by how many student organizations NC State has and being so excited to be a part of such an epic tradition. I'm so excited to attend again th this year for my senior year. Yeah, I'm really excited about Packapalooza because I've never been and I didn't even know it was a thing until like I got an email about it or something. Yeah. But I'm excited and I didn't know there were going to be so many people there and everything like that. But is Abby Lamp going to, like, do some cheese rolling or something? How does that work? She's, like, bringing the cheese roll that she won. It finally shipped over here. So she's going to, like, cut the cheese. <laughs> I want to meet her event. so wow. bad. That's so That's exciting. Crazy. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I've never been either. So COVID babies. COVID babies. <laughs> yeah. we got to make up for lost time. Exactly. But it sounds fun, so we will. I'm yeah. so excited. Okay, so for our next tidbit, we're going a little bit out of the triangle. We are going to High Point University because they just announced that Rob Lowe is going to be giving their 2023 spring commencement speech. And Rob Lowe, we know him better as Parks, um, Chris from Parks and Rec, I feel like, in this generation. Mm -hmm. He was also like 80s heartthrob. He was in Rise of St. Elmo, St. Elmo's Fire, something like that. And bottom line, I'm so excited. So Rob Lowe knows the university's current president through the Horatio Alger Association, which I'd never heard of before, 
but it inducts members on grounds of honor, integrity, and perseverance, and both men are members. So, yeah, and although Rob Lowe may just seem to be pretty and nothing else, he will likely give graduates super inspiring insight as he is a super active philanthropist, which I did not know either. I just knew him from Parks and Rec, so that was really interesting. Yeah. But he was the first male spokesperson for the Breast Cancer Awareness Day after he lost his mother to the disease, and he also co-founded the Dream Foundation from, I think it's like, Make-A-Wish, but for adults. They grant terminally ill adults their last wishes, which is super sad, but also pretty cool. Unfortunately, the commencement is private to the public, so we either have to transfer now and hope we have enough credits to participate <laughs> and graduate, or we can wait outside the final security checkpoint and just hope he crosses paths with us. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. I didn't know he had, like, I figured he was a philanthropist, but I didn't realize he had, like, some major foundations out here. That's so cool. Yeah, I just knew him as like pretty. That's all I like. What I feel bad about now because that's really cool that he's doing those things and that he's giving this speech. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I hope his um speech is like uploaded to YouTube or something because I kind of want to know what he talks about. I've only like mm-hmm. ever seen him play a role, so I don't know him like what he's like in person as Rob Lowe. That's a great yeah. point. NC State better step up their commencement speakers after this. I want a celebrity talking to yeah. us. Facts. <laughs> Okay, so the next tidbit is about the Durham Food Truck Rodeo. Um, So this is only four Sundays a year in the Durham Central Park, so you don't want to miss this upcoming date. It's on September 2nd from 2 to 4 p.m., and I love the name. Calling it a food truck rodeo is so fun. I don't think it's actually a rodeo, but the website never explicitly said no rodeo, so I don't want to get your hopes up, but I think it's just a lot of food trucks um and it's just a great way to spend time outside and enjoy food from all the food trucks and the event helps support the maintenance of durham central park so that's a plus and it happens rain or shine and if you need to find out more details they're on the durham central park website so nice i've heard of have some places having them here in raleigh but i've never been to the durham one but i bet it's so much fun yeah, it looks really pretty. Like, it looks like the park is a really nice area, and I know people can bring dogs and stuff. So it looks like a nice way to, you know, go try some new foods and whatever. I really like that park. Like, the park is really pretty itself. I used to go there a lot. So I'm Aww. glad, like, the money's going to supporting that. Yeah, it's I thought that cause. was a really yeah. cool um, aspect of it. Maybe we should plan to go. <laughs> yeah. Road trip to Durham. Road trip. <laughs> For my second tidbit, I'm going to be talking about how Wake County schools are looking for looking to fill the positions of 401 teachers and even more support staff across the board, kind of. Um, according to News and Absor- Observer, <laughs> Absorber, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, News and Observer, it isn't out of the norm for the school system to be out this many this time of year. And substitute teachers and temporary employees will be put in place until permanent job positions are filled. I Well, I thought it would be worthwhile to also mention that Wake County's bus driver shortage is really intense right now and is one of the highest in the state. If you are interested in becoming a teacher or working for one of the schools, I would definitely suggest looking into it and seeing where you can help out. Because I'm sure it is not fun wrangling in a bunch of excited kiddos right now (laughs) with not all the staff that you need. So, yeah. Yeah, I hope they fill those. I feel like they're even just the support staff, like Mm -hmm. bus drivers, like they're so essential to the school. And it's really unfortunate they don't have them. But I guess if that's normal for this time of year, maybe they'll get them filled. 
it's also kind of sad because if they're like little kids, I feel like little kids like need stability if they're attending school for the first time. They don't want to like walk in every day and see a complete stranger, a substitute yeah. teacher or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I kind of like was looking into being a substitute teacher. Like I interviewed someone once for an article who was a sub at Wake County Schools and he said he like subbed in high schools and got to talk to the kids and it was really fun. And I was like really thinking about it because I think you only need a high school diploma and you get paid yeah. and stuff. But I don't know if I would like I don't know if I could be like a long term sub for a class or something. But it'd be fun just like on an off day. Now is your time, apparently. Yeah, yeah I guess I better get in yeah. there. Step up, Emily. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go help Wake County Schools. I could not drive a bus. So if you are a bus driver, like good, like I'm so impressed. Yeah, maybe I'll be like <laughs> a lunch so lady now. Yeah. All right, so you guys probably saw the wolf alert about this last night, but on Sunday night, a student was targeted by two armed robbers outside the Pi Kappa Phi fraternity house at NC State. So these two men pulled a weapon on the victim, forcing him to get out of the car, and they attempted to steal the car, but they weren't able to get away because they couldn't drive stick. They could not drive a manual transmission. Instead, they left the car, and they took the victim's cell phone instead, stole a different car in Gorman Street, which is not far away from the fraternity house. And not only did all this happen the night before our first day of class, but it also occurred while, like, a lot of new students were on campus. Like, I was, like, on campus right before I got the notification. People were out and about. So the wolf alert was sent out promptly, but the two suspects still have not been caught. So this isn't exactly big news because, like, this thing kind of happens a lot around campus, unfortunately. But I thought it was kind of funny. I hope the victim's okay, and I hope he's okay. But I thought, like, that's so funny that they couldn't get away because it was a stick because it was manual. Like, that's hysterical. Imagine being yeah. a robber, putting all that effort, doing, like, such a terrible thing like that and not even be able to take the car because you can't Literally. drive stick. Oh, yeah. my God. We were in the <laughs> newsroom still last night at Technician when we got the alert, and we were laughing so hard over the fact that they literally had to walk away from that situation. Like, <laughs> an armed robbery, you're scaring the daylights out of all these people and then you stall out this car and you literally have to <laughs> right yeah. after that you have to get out of the car and sit with the fact that you just embarrassed yourself that bad yeah like, i wouldn't <laughs> want to be caught because i would be humiliated like uh, jail time so aside like that's yeah. so embarrassing <laughs> i'm just like picturing them like usually when you picture an armed robbery like that you picture them like speeding away this like high-speed car chase like just picturing them like literally stalling out the car is so funny to me and it's then just being so like oh funny. okay that poor victim who had to watch him stall out his car yeah. like i just went through that <laughs> for what exactly yeah. So the next tidbit I have is the Raleigh Market. Um, I'm planning to go there this weekend, which I'm really excited about. But it's actually every Saturday and Sunday on the state fairgrounds from 9 to 5. And the best part is that there's free parking. Because I feel like so many events in the area have very limited parking or pay parking. So it's a great free option to do on the weekend. Um, and they have a ton of local vendors and a variety of items from vintage to handmade to like home or homegrown produce. Um, and I'm really excited to check it out. But if you can't go this weekend, since it's every weekend, you can go any other weekend. But I'm really glad it's like a reoccurring event because I hate missing out on fun events. And also, if I really like it, I can keep going. But yeah. Yeah, I love the Raleigh Market. I've been there a couple of times. I haven't been recently, but like, I'm glad you just reminded me because <laughs> it is really cute. And it's such a fun thing to do with friends and family that are visiting just to show them a cute little piece of Raleigh. So yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's just a good, wholesome, like, Saturday event. I'm really looking for some new plants right now, so I'm hoping I can find some plants or something there or just something to decorate my apartment. So I feel like they should have some good stuff. Also, free parking is so smart. I don't know why more people yeah. don't monopolize on that because, like, 
if I have to pay for parking, like that cuts like the chances that I'm going to go in half because exactly. I hate paying for parking. Yeah. So honestly, that's so smart. Yeah, free parking is really the selling point. It's really cool. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, guys, that is all we have for you this week. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hello, this is Brian Jurado. I'm here with Eye on the Triangle, and today I'm joined with Tim. Tim, if you want to introduce yourself. Sure. So my name is Tim Mensa. Um, I went to NC State between the years of 2016 and 2020. Um, after graduating, I got a full-time position here at NC State Libraries. Um, I'd actually worked part-time throughout my undergrad and transitioned into a full-time role uh, once I graduated. So I've been here for about two years now full-time. Yeah. So basically, we just kind of wanted to bring you in to like uh, talk about the library services as uh, with the new wave of students. And I feel like students that are currently enrolled, we all don't really know too much about like <laughs> what the library has to offer other than like your typical library like functions. Because yeah. as of like last year, which was my junior year, I was completely lost about the library. I would go in there to study, but I didn't really know too much about like what was made available until some of my friends basically like listed off that you can get iPads and like calculators and basically any resource you need. And then after that, I was basically there every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, that's great to hear. That's kind of what we want. Um, and you're not alone in that feeling. Um, there are plenty of people that have pretty much gone through their entire undergrad and only up until the tail end of it, did they realize the amount of resources that our library services have um, outside of just, you know, checking out books and what you would come to expect. Um, you, you had touched on our technology lending program, so that's a really huge resource that we try to promote as, as much as we can. Um, and that is a huge expansive program um, where essentially students or really anyone affiliated with the university um, can check out, you know, a variety of technology equipment um, this can range from like, yeah, like you mentioned, iPads, um, computers, phone chargers, calculators. Um, it can be more like hobbyist equipment, so like um, digital cameras, virtual reality equipment, um, audio production equipment, um, microphones, synthesizers, like a whole bunch of different type of stuff. Um, so it's a really cool expansive range that you basically just have like free reign to mess around with, play with, um, depending on like the frequency of, of which some of those items are checked out you just may have to go through like a special request process which is pretty simple to do it's listed out on our library's website um, lib.ncsu.edu um, but yeah pretty much even even with that process it, it's still pretty accessible so there's a lot of really cool like um, pieces of technology that people can just kind of look at and, and mess around with for themselves cool I mean I love like the tech lending program. I feel like that's such a huge component of the library that Definitely. a lot of people don't know about. But also if you want to like talk about any more of the stuff, such as the tutoring and study groups and textbook lending. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so kind of towards the tail end of my undergraduate um, experience at NC State, they were revamping a lot of those spaces in the library. So like um, the Academic Success Center is like an entirely new space that does offer like drop-in tutoring sessions um, where you can basically just come in um, and and have assistance at the ready um, or you can schedule time to like work with someone one-on-one. -on -one. Um, kind of separate from that but still a resource that the library offers is one-on-one um, -on -one consultations. So this could range from like 
research consultations, if you're working on like, you know, a huge paper or something where you need to like um, curate a lot of sources, like you can work with a, a librarian um, to kind of, you know, figure those things out. Um, we also have what are called technology consultations. So that kind of lends itself to like, if you need help editing a video or if you've never um, recorded an interview before, like what are the pieces of equipment that we'd have that we'd be able to help you get set up with. Um, so there's cool, like, um, there's a lot of variety for like the type of help that you can get there. Um, and then obviously we have our Ask Us desks at both Hill and Hunt Library. So there's kind of a service point on main campus and Centennial as well, which is really helpful. Um, and our technology and consultation programs extend across both of those libraries. I did a little bit of exploring on the library website yeah. myself, and I saw that y'all do offer a lot of, like, workshops. Uh, is there any workshops coming up that you kind of want to promote a little bit? Um, workshops are still kind of coming back into fruition. I think with the pandemic kind of shifting a lot of that stuff to online modes, like um, our Twitch channel, for example, a lot of those things got put um, digitally um, archived that, that way. Um, but I know we have a... Um, what's called making space calendar. Um, so these are kind of like different events that happen throughout the semester where we'll get like um, speakers and presenters come in and talk about either an artistic endeavor that they've you know gone through or like their career and stuff like that. Um, and it's kind of like kind of like TED Talk. Like they get the chance to share you know their unique experiences. Excuse me, their unique experiences within um, their career. And then you know the floors open up where people can ask questions. Um, network get to learn a little bit more about you know whatever it is that they're doing um we actually had one two days ago it was based around cypher university which are the um founders of um you know the cypher groups at the free expression tunnel um so they were kind of talking about the history of hip-hop and how that you know was kind of a grassroots movement and you know instilling it here at this university and then at other universities um across the nation really um how that how that kind of started um so there's a lot of cool like events and programming coming up and we have a calendar on our website where um, people can check that stuff out yeah i was scrolling through the calendar yeah. i mean i feel like of <laughs> like this past year i was seeing a lot of like the ted talks or like that kind of uh, guest speakers kind of coming back so that was pretty exciting to see i'm hoping that with like this upcoming year we get to see a couple more yeah no absolutely uh, is there any past guest speakers that you really enjoyed um yeah, we, we've had some really cool uh, personalities come in. Um, so I studied communication and media production when I was a student. And like music production was like my huge interest and, and still kind of is. Um, and uh, we got Ninth Wonder, who is of like um, like international acclaim. Like he's worked with like Kendrick Lamar and like Kanye West and all these people. Um, producing beats for them but he's local to North Carolina like he went to school at state for like a year and then I think transferred to A&T so like he's very familiar with like the Raleigh area um, and just like seeing someone you know who executes music production at that level kind of like be around and local still was was really cool so that's that's definitely been one of my favorite speakers to come in very cool um, I've noticed, especially like scrolling through the website, how many study spaces are available to students. I kind of like knew the ones inside Hill because that's typically where I like frequently visit. But there is a lot of like study spaces all with like unique chairs and designs. Is there any like that you have a personal favorite for or that you recommend? Let's see. When I was a student, I used to study at Hill Library. 
when you walk in from the Hillsborough entrance, you'll make an immediate right um, and go up the stairs. And that's where the auditorium is, um, where a lot of people have classes in the library. Um, but right outside the auditorium, there's like uh, workspaces. And I'd have to double check. I don't know if they've changed those spaces since renovating. But to my knowledge, you could just study there and it like overlooked Hillsborough Street. It was, it was a really nice space. Um, and at Hunt Library, I really love the fifth floor. It's just like all natural light. The balcony's right there. It's great for sunsets. Um, yeah, really nice. Yeah, I typically have been inside, like, I think it's called the bubble. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like right next mm-hmm. to the coffee shop. That's typically where I went, like, last year. That's probably where I'll be at a lot this year because nice. it's just kind of a nice open space. And apparently, like, you can talk to people around you. And it's a pretty nice vibe in there. But right across from it, there's also, like, the quiet sections exactly it is pretty nice that the libraries kind of have like that diversity and what communication level you want to be like around definitely because i think for like light studying i typically want to be like towards like more of an open social environment but definitely if i'm like 1 a.m trying to like grind it down i need to (laughs) be fully just locked in and quiet no i get that and funny you mentioned that space um its name also doubles as the fishbowl forum which is where we'll have a lot of those like events um the event that we had with the um Hip hop community in the Cipher University was was also in the Fishbowl Forum, so it's a good space to study and also just catch any cool things that are happening at the libraries. I know this is primarily with like the Academic Success Center, but is there like anything you want to say about maybe assignment help that is uh, available down in the libraries? Yeah, so obviously that space, um, and if if people aren't aware of how to get to it. Um, from either um, entrance of the library, you'll go up towards the Ask Us desk, and then you'll see flights of stairs. I believe it's one flight up, and then behind you should be where the Academic Success Center is located. Um, so, yeah, that's obviously a great resource. Our Ask Us desk, too. Like, you know, we obviously specialize in, like, quick transactions and stuff like that. But if you need help with something, like, there's full-time, full-time members like myself that are, you know, here to help figure out, you know, what you're trying to get access to or resources to, whether that be a textbook, um, whether that be a different location on campus, like whether that be, um, you know, printing guides and stuff like that. Like we have a bunch of cool like handouts and and quick tips to get um, access to resources. I'll also mention um, more specialized spaces in the library. So like I work in our uh, digital media lab, um, which, you know, focuses on like media production. So that could range from, you know, photography, videography, um, audio production, all that kind of stuff, graphic design. Um, and then we also have our makerspace, which specializes in like 3D printing and laser cutting and like, um, you know, using like these analog circuit boards and stuff like that. Um, and then we also have our virtual reality studio, which obviously focuses in VR and augmented reality and all these other things. So like there's a lot of cool specialized spaces that can help you further your learning, whether it's coursework related or just like for fun. I feel like last year, whenever I like went through a little bit of a laptop crisis, my laptop broke and I kind of went into full panic mode on how I was going to complete assignments because my laptop broke during like exam season. So I was fully in like a crunch to like either get a new laptop or borrow someone's laptop. And somebody did recommend the library to me. And I was like skeptical of it at first because I thought it was going to be a whole process with like paperwork and stuff. So I don't know if you maybe want to like explain the uh, borrowing process at the library for anybody that doesn't really know the process. Too yeah, well. for sure. So there, you know, there are things that you can do prior to coming into the library. Like if you just check our website, you can kind of see the full range of stuff that we have available. Um, and like I said earlier, like I don't, um, 
you're definitely not the only person, you know, to have had that skepticism. A lot of people will like be surprised that we even have phone chargers to check out. So um, that that skepticism definitely ranges. But yeah, it's it's a really simple process. You basically just ask for something, and and if we have it, we'll let you know. And if we don't have it, we'll try to give you the best steps toward getting access to that thing. Um, within the case of your laptop, our like laptops will check out on an eight hour basis. So if you just need a laptop for the day, if you forgot at home, if it's dead, like you can check out one essentially for the whole day and return it. Um, we do have special case scenarios and this would you know fall under like submitting a special request. But if you need a laptop for like, you know, an extended period of time because of, you know, um, an emergency or, you know, yours broke or something like that, like um, that process is a little more tiered, but there are still you know, resources on campus available. And we try to point people in those directions um, when it's, you know, significant cases like that. Um, I personally recommend for everyone to maybe check out the website lib.ncsu.edu. I feel like that's where I got a lot of my information whenever I wanted to learn more about the library and especially to like freshmen and to anybody in the current uh, NC State class. I think that is a really great tool to kind of learn more about the library because I there's honestly so many resources just made available that you didn't even know about. Like it goes beyond your typical like function of just borrowing stuff. So um, I'm really glad that you came in and were able to kind of explain everything a lot better than yeah. what the library would, yeah. uh, or what the website would be able to do. So it's very nice to right. kind of put like a voice behind like the program a little bit. Um, is there yeah, any like in-person sites that you would recommend in terms of like if somebody was to stumble in and wanted to learn more, where could they go? Um, about libraries in general or... Um, just learning more about it if they're interested in doing yeah. that yeah so um our ask us desks are like you know the perfect catch-all service point for that kind of stuff um general information and if there's specified you know questions and stuff like that we'll always try to point you in the direction that makes the most sense to get those um, answered we also do have a chat service as well so if you're not physically able to make it to the libraries you can also chat in um, and we'll be happy to help you kind of um yeah, online basically. Um, so that's also a cool like added feature, and um, we have a phone line as well, so you know people can always call even if it's just asking like what the hours are for the day. Um, although they are like posted on the website, but yeah, there's a bunch of different ways to kind of get in contact with um, library staff members, which is which is really nice. Um, and to kind of touch on your point about you know like people like getting into the space and and learning more about you know the different resources we have. I would also say even for me, like, um, especially like my freshman year, like it was really a sense of like community there, like using shared spaces like the Digital Media Lab where everyone's kind of playing and experimenting and learning outside of, you know, a, a classroom setting. It's it's much more self-facilitated, um, kind of allows for a lot more freedom and sharing of resources and like that whole added layer um, of what libraries inherently do, but you don't really know about it or you you're not really aware of it until you're in it until you're like you know engaging with other people in that space so having a physical building where you know the whole point of it is to share and talk and um play is 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 always you know really cool yeah well thank you for coming on today's show i really appreciate you coming out and speaking on the libraries uh this has been brian with wknc yeah this is tim signing off
Well, that is all for today's episode of Eye on the Triangle. I am Brian Jurado, and I once again want to thank everyone that helped create today's episode. So Abigail, Emily, and Heidi, thank you for sharing your weekly tidbits, and thank you to Tim as well for sitting down with us and talking about the libraries. I hope everyone has a great rest of their week. Thank you. Music for today's episode has been Smoke Jacket Blues by Track Tribe, licensed under the YouTube Audio Library. This has been Brian Jurado from WKNC. You can listen to more Eye on the Triangle episodes on wknc.org slash podcast. Thank you.